Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Jamie Mary Kay podcast. I know you're wondering, Jamie, what happened last week? And to be honest, I got uh, tied up in some obligations and I had to not be selfish and I had to help out a friend in need because I know if I was in that similar situation, I would have definitely taken the help. So that is the reason why we weren't here last week. So I <clears throat> excuse me, I got this weird like sore throat thing going on, but I apologize that I couldn't make it last week. Uh, couldn't find time to come down to the studio and get an episode out, but I'm very excited to be back here and we got a lot to talk about. I'm super excited. So I'm just going to kind of go through my photo album because I don't really actually I never take notes for the podcast I just kind of just go straight from the top but last week a really good friend of mine Steve Huey from New York uh, Long Island and uh, to be exact he actually flew in uh, which was very exciting because we met for the first time last time he came to California and uh, we were friends strictly on Instagram and for some reason he wanted to hang out with me. I think it's because we share the same love for all things Disney. So we actually linked up at Disneyland the last time he was out here and we clicked right away. Uh, he had some friends with him, Joanna and Garrett, shout outs to them. And we all got along, <coughs> excuse me, we all got along like really great. And after he flew back home, we stayed in touch and he let me know that he was coming back out and he definitely wanted to hang. So I'm all about real friendship. So I picked him up from the airport on Wednesday and it was pretty cool because uh, that day it was just like a chill day. We weren't going to do Disney until the following day. So I picked him up from the airport and we headed straight to Fullerton because I wanted to show him my local comic shop, which was pretty cool because he got to meet uh, Enrique, who uh, is a good guy and uh, also shares the similar interest in uh, all things Spider-Man. Also, the homie Felix was there uh, and he linked up because he wanted to hang out and uh, Steve and Felix are also friends on Instagram. So it was Felix's first time meeting him, which was cool. Based off their personalities, I knew they're going to click right away. So I think we went to yeah we hung out in, in the comic shop for a little bit we surprisingly talked a little bit about comics talked more about basketball surprisingly and then after that we went to in and out because steve's from new york and he wanted to get his in and out fixed while he was in california which was fine we went there and we tried to figure out a game plan because he was uh, staying with a friend in the inland empire so he wanted to uh well we had to kill some time before we could actually take him to his friend's place because his friend didn't get off till like around i think it was like 4 30 if i remember correctly so for some reason we thought it was uh smart to drive from fullerton to huntington beach in the middle of the afternoon to go pick up a box of donuts which uh, Honestly, I was really surprised at the quality of the donuts just because it was the middle of the day. And the guy behind the uh, behind the counter, he even mentioned that the time we were there was the worst time to come in for donuts because nothing was fresh. 
which was weird because you figured um, an employee of the donut shop, he wouldn't want to talk bad about his donuts. He'd, uh, I'd expect him to try to like upsell us on buying his donuts, even though they weren't of the highest quality at that time. But I was actually surprised. I got a, got a whipped cream filled chocolate donut, which sounds really interesting because normally it's like custard filled or jelly filled. But I was, uh, my attention was caught by this donut in their uh, fancy counter section and I'd never tried it before. It, it sounded um, pretty good. I, I was expecting the whipped cream to be really light, but actually it was like super thick. Um, it was actually pretty good. I ate all of my donut and ever since then I've been craving another whipped cream filled donut because I don't ever recall seeing one ever other than at that place. So shout outs to that donut shop in Huntington Beach. And so from Huntington Beach, uh, we realized that there was traffic from where we were and where we needed to be. So we were kind of pressed for time. But luckily, uh, we were able to use the carpool lane to our advantage. And on the way to Ontario, that's where we were headed. We we're headed to Ontario. Felix uh, suggested that we stop at this cool coffee place in Upland called Rad Coffee. And I was down because I'd never been there before. And I see people posting pictures all the time talking about how good the coffee is. And we went there and it was actually pretty funny because we were on the freeway, right? I'm driving, uh, Steve's in the passenger seat and Felix is in the back. He says that he has the directions. He's gonna lead the way, tell me where to get off. And we're on the, the, the 60 heading east and I'm just driving and I'm just minding my own business. We're just kind of not really talking. And Felix just kind of pops in and was like, hey, do you know where you're going? And Steve and I look at each other. We're like, wait, what? Like, we thought you had the directions. Like, what are you talking about? And he was like, no, I thought you had the directions. And I'm like, dude, Felix, I'm driving. You said you had the directions and that you're going to lead us. So he was like, oh, crap. So luckily, it was weird timing. He actually pulled up his phone and we had just driven past our exit. So luckily, we weren't too far out of the way. But if I'm going to be honest, from where the coffee shop was versus like the freeway, it was like pretty far. Like we drove through Upland, which was really weird. I don't like how they have that main road set up. And the coffee shop was in some like old, like weird, uh, like downtown or old town part of Upland. Uh, and I mean, no disrespect to Upland, but it was just in a weird spot we weren't used to. There was like this, uh, there was this like roundabout, like a, a traffic circle. And in the middle of the traffic circle was a gazebo. It was, it was kind of strange. It felt like we were um, in some weird old like timely neighborhood where they actually have like city hall meetings out in the gazebo. But the coffee was pretty cool. Like the coffee shop uh, had a nice atmosphere. Um, I literally had no idea what I got. It was some sort of a uh, cereal shake thing that Felix ordered for me because I, I think I bought him donuts. So he wanted to buy me coffee. I think that was the trade off. So I honestly couldn't tell you what kind of coffee I got. I don't even know if it was coffee. I just know that it had cinnamon toast crunch and some sort of like purple uh, whipped cream at the top. And it was okay. I definitely um, wouldn't drive from Orange County to Upland just for that coffee. But if I was in the area, I would definitely stop by again. So shout outs to Rad Coffee. And the following day, we actually went to Disneyland, which was cool. It was me, Felix, Steve, and his friend, Carly. 
and I don't know why, but I was like super nervous to meet his friend because I'm always like weird about meeting new people, especially at Disneyland because I love Disneyland. And the last thing I want to do is have a bad time at Disneyland because I would rather make it awkward and just leave the situation and do my own thing versus sticking it out and just dealing with the weird situation and not having a good time. And you guys know, like, I value my time. I also have more free time now than I used to. But still, um, just after having been so busy and cherishing my time, I still have that same mindset where I don't want to just throw away my time and just give it to random people because that is so valuable to me and it can't be replaced yet. Um, And if it can be replaced, uh, I will take it. I might want to live forever or maybe just a little bit longer than I intend to, if that makes sense. But anyways, we went to Disneyland. It was a pretty standard day. The only thing that stuck out was we rode Splash Mountain. So Splash Mountain had been like under construction for a couple months. There's all these rumors of new logs being put in, new paint jobs, the animatronics being refurbished. But when we got on, it was just standard. And we were kind of arguing about who had to sit in the front because nobody wanted to get wet. Carly and Felix were both wearing white t-shirts. So they were like, hey, we can't sit in the front because we don't want this to turn into like a wet t-shirt contest and, you know, have our shirts become see-through. And Steve didn't want to sit in the front. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll do it. It can't be that bad. And going in, I was like, okay. I was like, I've been on this before. I've done this a million times. We'll get a little wet. It'll be okay. But I was so wrong. So the worst drop where you get wet is on the inside of the ride. It's the second dark drop. It's always the worst one. And when we hit it, I was like, okay, I'm just going to pick my feet up because I don't want my shoes to get wet because I don't want soggy socks at Disneyland. And we hit the drop and me lifting my feet didn't even matter because it literally felt there was two guys standing in front of the log that just dumped buckets of water on me because i'm not even kidding my pants my long sleeve everything was completely soaked and i was like oh man this is the worst idea like i can't believe we did it so i was like all right you know what it's not gonna be that big of a deal we'll be able to get out and dry off so we're building up to the big drop and i was like uh i was already over it because i was so soaked so we hit the big drop and again it felt like Dudes were just dumping buckets of water on me. I got even more soaked, like so soaked that like my pants were just weighing me down. My long sleeve, like the sleeves were so heavy that they were pulling the shirt. My collar became like super loose and it just like low key bummed me out for the rest of the day because I didn't feel comfortable. I was damp, like like from when we got off the ride to the end of our day at Disneyland, I never dried off because it wasn't hot enough. It was kind of cool out. So at the end of the day, I was still damp. And I it seriously bummed me out so much because it just like ruined my outfit. It literally ruined my wallet. Um, like I got this wallet off Amazon. I don't even know what it's made out of. I think it was made out of like leather or something, but it got all like, w- like weird and bubbly and like super airy. And uh, I just had to get rid of it. So since uh, last week, I've just been kind of having my cash and my cards just float around in my pocket. And I definitely got to get a get wallet this week. I've been meaning to make some time to go to the mall, but I just haven't done that yet. But I definitely will. So 
Splash Mountain ruined my outfit, ruined my wallet, and so much water. I was covered in so much water that the water seeped into my pocket, seeped into my iPhone case, and ruined the custom Taylor Swift insert that I had in the back of my case. So that bummed me out even more because that was uh, a jamierk.com custom-made uh, insert cutout thing. So I had to go into the lab and make another one. So if you see me with my iPhone, you'll notice that um, it's not Taylor Swift's head, but it's uh, lyrics to my favorite song off the new album. So if you ever want to know which song is my favorite off the new record, just look at the back of my phone case and you'll find that out. So yeah, that was in the middle of the day and we didn't really do anything too special other than just your normal park stuff. Uh, Johnny was out of town that day cause he went and saw tech nine, which I'm always a little bummed about because I love introducing my out of town friends, quote unquote, I hate cat- categorizing my friends, but my friends from out of town to Johnny. And I know Steve and Johnny have met before, but it's always cool um, seeing them interact because th- everybody gets to see Johnny through my Instagram story. Um, so it's cool to actually uh, see them interact with him in person and not just uh, watching him through my story. But where did we eat? Do we even have dinner? I don't think we had dinner. I think I was just so over it, but we definitely did take some cool pictures. We met a lot of cool characters. Um, if you read my blog from like way back when Steve first came out for Disneyland, uh, he's really into taking photos with characters. So we definitely went and met, uh, Goofy on Main Street, which was pretty awesome. Uh, the only way it could have been better if it was Goofy from Kingdom Hearts, but he wasn't out that day. And we definitely met Donald Duck because that's one of Steve's favorites. And it was pretty crazy because there was this um, girl. She was like super like into Donald Duck, like from head to toe. She was in like Donald like Duck gear. She had a Donald Duck Polaroid camera backpack she had like custom donald duck like furry shorts it was weird but she was like super emotional and uh she definitely was a foreigner but like just seeing her overwhelmed with joy to meet this character and like okay i look at it okay it's donald duck he's just the guy in the suit you know obviously i'm in disneyland so i got to put some blinders on but like uh, the way she was acting when she met him is if it was like Donald Duck, like actually Donald Duck. So it was like uh, pretty cute and awesome to see her be overwhelmed. Like she was like legit crying. She had like uh, a, a phone set up on the ground to re- record their interaction. She had like one cast member taking pictures with her, her Polaroid camera and then she was taking selfies with her own camera. So uh, it felt like she was just you know, was on this big journey to meet Donald Duck. And then the fact that she finally got to meet him, like her journey was complete. It just seemed like very fulfilling for her. And it was just a cute moment. And I I love seeing things like that in the park because it just uh, makes me happy and uh, makes me realize that this uh, world isn't as bad as it could be with places like Disneyland still around. Um, You know, there's still a joy left in this wretched world so other than that we met oh i'm um, carly uh, she really wanted to meet moana um we went to this spot and it was weird because like i'd never even met a character in this spot it was over by the the tree house and we went up like towards the, uh the, the towards the 
entrance of the dream suite and then it like wrapped around the tree and went up to like this little platform and and i swear i've never been up there before which is weird because i've been up and down that tree house like a million times um so it was nice to meet moana and moana actually had one of the longest lines i've ever stood in for a character meet and greet so that was cool because that was um, something carly really wanted to do and we also went to the launch bay because Steve really wanted to meet Ray because uh, she just got put in there on uh, May the 4th. And we had this like argument because they were talking about um, fast food. And Carly was talking about how she's uh, easy to please and how her favorite fast food spot is Jack in the Box. Like she would pick Jack in the Box over everything. And she started naming off like the big dog. She was like, I would take Jack in the Box over in and out mcdonald's bakers del taco and she was just going off and i was like whoa like is this girl serious and she was like i'm dead serious i'm like okay i'm like all right if you're dead serious i got to get this from my instagram story because i gotta let my followers know that i'm hanging out with this crazy girl and she was like super proud to uh, have me film it uh, i'm sure you guys saw it because you guys do follow me because you listen to the podcast you follow me on all my social networks and if for some weird reason you're not Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at XJamieX, uh, so you can be um, uh, tuned in to so see all these cool Instagram stories, like the one I'm describing of Carly uh, pronouncing her love for Jack in the Box over in and out which broke my heart because I, I just don't know what kind of water is she drinking out there in Ontario, out in the IE. Um, maybe it's that it's that cow poo because we literally had to drive by like three different cow farms just to get to her neighborhood. Um, so I, I just hope she's okay and I met her mental um, because I don't think she's all the way there, and or maybe she is. Um, you know, she's uh, she, she's pretty stable in her life. Uh, I don't want to get too personal with it, but maybe maybe her taste buds are amateur and we need to enlighten her and show her some real food, show her the, the true cuisine of an American cheeseburger. Um, but other than that, uh, we've actually made it into the launch bay without killing her over her um, weird Jack in the Box uh, fascination. We went to go take a peek to see if uh, Boba Fett was in the cantina and sure enough he was and it was kind of cool because I hadn't seen him in a long time and it looked like he got some upgrades to his outfit he got some LED lights installed on his chest plate looks like they hooked him up with a new pair of boots which was cool and then after that we went and met with Darth Vader which was cool too because I hadn't seen him in there in a long time I honestly thought they got rid of him so we went in there and did some cool like force poses or whatever, like nothing too crazy. But the big one was Ray because um, not only was it Steve's first time meeting Ray, it was my first time as well. Because um, when I went to the Star Wars night, I didn't want to go take a picture because like in the launch bay, I like having my friends there. If that's weird, even though like I'll take solo pictures all day, but it's just something weird about the launch bay. So we went and my whole thing is like i i love the 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 current trilogy but my biggest fear is that ray is gonna uh friend zone finn so everybody's like okay like when we get in there you have to ask her like who like is she gonna friend zone finn and then steve was like no like you gotta step it up like i think she's gonna go with poe so we gotta like hit her with a hard question we gotta ask her if it's poe or finn 
So we go in there and we take our photo, which was nice. She actually looked like, you know, really good, uh, a really good rendition of Ray because, uh, jumping back to like last week, uh, Felix and Garrett got a picture with Ray and she looked a little janky. So I was a little fearful, but when we got, um, our uh, character, she looked really spot on. So I was pretty stoked about that. So after we took our photo, I asked her, I was like, Hey, I have a important question to ask you. And she's like, all right, like, what is it? And I said, um, who's it going to be Poe or Finn? And she was like, Hmm, Poe or Finn for what? For war? Um, for, I forgot she came off, she named out, like named off like a bunch of different like situations, um, except for romance. So I had to cut her off. I'm like, no, which one for romance? And she kind of looked at me and she was just like, oh, I don't have time for that. Like we're in the middle of a war. Like I'm, I'm a strong woman and I don't have time for that, which I thought was a good answer. Um, but I'm still uh, really fearful that Finn will get friend zone, which uh, would break my heart. But I'll have to deal with it. And I'm kind of sad that the trilogy is almost over because it seems like it has gone or has came and almost went because um, we get a new Star Wars movie every year. And I just look back to episode seven and yeah, that definitely was like, you know, a couple years ago, but it just still feels so fresh in my mind just because growing up, you know, Star Wars didn't come out that often. So I'm pretty pretty sad but i'm actually really excited to see this trilogy come to an end i want to see how they wrap everything up and i'm definitely looking forward to all the cool stuff that they're going to be coming out with in the future after the launch bay we headed to toontown because steve wanted to get a picture with mickey and at mickey's house we weren't sure which mickey was actually going to be there because last time we were expecting a sorcerer mickey but we ended up getting steamboat willie mickey which was actually pretty awesome uh, so we headed down there and when we got to the house, we didn't think it was going to be that busy because the parade was about to start. So we figured that the majority of the guests would be on the parade um, route, but we were super wrong. Cause when we got to Mickey's house, the wait time said 60 minutes and we're like, yo fam, like we don't really want to wait 60 minutes. Like we would definitely take our chances with, uh, finding him on main street so uh we definitely did that we um said screw it like let's go to main street and maybe we can catch him there because like we had a limited amount of time left in the day so 60 minutes was going to take like a big chunk um out of it for us so we actually went to main street and sure enough um we waited for the parade to be over and right after the parade mickey came out and we took some pretty cool photos with him which we were pretty stoked about and uh that definitely saved us so much time because there was no way uh we were gonna wait 60 minutes and uh be okay with that because we had we had uh one more fast pass and that was for indiana jones and we we're all hoping to get uh see i confused myself because i used to say it so confidently that it was uh time and space but I'm starting to second guess myself and think that it's called space and time. So when you go on Indiana Jones, uh, when you go into the first room with the statue, there's three different sequences that you can get. And my favorite one is, uh, honestly, I think it's called time and space, but I could just be getting that wrong because the new turnstile record is called time and space. And it could be um, actually space and time. 
but whatever whichever one it is it's um in my opinion like the coolest looking one because you go in and it's just like uh purple skies with all these crazy stars and it makes you feel like you're kind of peering into the future and then the statue tells you that you're gonna die and then you go through the ride and it's super cool so we definitely rode that and it was i'm um, kind of sad to say bye to steve even though we were going to see him the following day uh felix and i went to dca and got dinner we ended up getting one of those um pixar fest corn dogs I can't remember the name because it's actually a long name, but um, it's definitely one of the uh, one of the coolest uh, things to eat at the Pixar Fest. It's definitely um, an experience. Um, you get like two different types of meats, cheese, all in one corn dog. It's pretty sick, and the dipping sauce is amazing. Uh, if we're ever in Disneyland together, I'll have Felix hype it up for you because he does a great way of selling it. He should definitely. Uh, be a part of the promotion for that corn dog because he would get their sales going through the roof. But other than that, we ended that Disneyland trip, which was kind of a bummer, but um, all good things must come to an end. And after that, we saw Steve, um, not the next day, because I think Friday we all just did our own thing. I think Steve and Carly hung out and did their own thing. Felix, uh, I don't know what he did. And then I had to uh, go to my mom's, had to pick up some stuff. And then we all linked up again on Saturday, which was cool because we went and got breakfast at this vegan spot in Orange. And Steve was with uh, one guy that I knew, uh, Steven, a.k.a. Green Scar. He's the homie. And then he was with one of their other friends who's in their comic book group chat. His name is Dan. Dan from New Jersey, which is actually a really cool guy because uh, we were talking about hardcore and I just had to ask because I have this huge obsession with this old pop punk band called True Things and I don't know anybody that knows them. I feel like they're just so obscure because they literally um, popped in and popped out of the scene so fast. So we were talking about hardcore and then he brought up drive through records. So I kind of segued um, after that with pop punk and I asked him, I'm like, yo, like, do you know true things? And sure enough, he did, which like made me happy because I don't feel like such a weirdo anymore for being obsessed with this band. And he thought it was cool that I knew um, like local band, quote unquote. And then we also nerded out over the years gone by. So it was actually pretty cool. Dan was a cool guy. It was my first time meeting him. And the vegan spot, all you guys know, I'm always skeptical, not a huge fan of vegan food. It was actually pretty good. Uh, I got the chilaquiles and Felix got the same thing and it was actually really good. I finished my entire bowl. I was actually satisfied. I was low-key scared that I was going to be wasting my money on food that I didn't enjoy, uh, but I was wrong. Definitely enjoyed it. It was a great meal. And then after that, what did we do? Oh, okay. I, I definitely remember what we did. Uh, Steve uh, went to Torch Tattoo because he had to go get a, a new tattoo. <laughs> And Felix and I just went to Disneyland. I think we went and just like hung out with Johnny. I think we got on like maybe one ride. I'm not really sure. But I think after that, uh, Felix bailed. I took Felix home. And then I think I took Steve back to um, Ontario, which is always bittersweet because um, I 
uh, always like to cherish my time with my friends, especially like when they're from out of state. Like I want to try to do everything in my um, powers to make sure that they have a great time and to make sure that, you know, they're good. If they ever need anything, I try to be someone they can rely on and be there for them. And it was just uh, kind of sad because obviously um, I like to keep my circle small. Uh, it's just better that way. But uh, when Steve or anybody like Chad, who I love and I miss so much, um, come in and visit and actually want to spend time with me, uh, th that just warms my heart. And uh, it's always just uh, sad to say goodbye, even though I know it's just temporary. I'm um, going to see them at some point in the future. Uh, Steve, definitely going to see him. Uh, this is hardcore. And uh, our pre-Disney World trip before FYA. So definitely looking forward to that. Chad, I have no idea what I'm going to see again. I know he's going through a lot, moving, planning a wedding. So I'm not too hard on him for the lack of communication, but he knows that I still love him and I know that he still loves me. So in time, uh, the gang will get back together. But that was a basically like the highlight of my week last week when I wasn't here. Um, besides that, the big uh, talk of the town is Deadpool 2. I actually watched it twice. I watched it um, Thursday night with Felix, Garrett, and Big Al, which is nice. Um, we I don't know why. Uh, I think it was because Garrett wanted to, but we decided to watch it at the block. And I just uh, honestly, I assume now that every theater has recliner seats, but the theater that we sat in didn't. So the whole time I was like super uncomfortable. The girl behind me kept kicking my chair and I'm pretty sure I was annoying Garrett too. Cause I kept shifting in my seat and uh, kept hitting him in his arm. Cause I was trying to like, you know, find the right position on the armrest. Uh, so sorry, Garrett, if I was bugging you during the movie, I was just trying to get comfortable. But the first time watching it, um, you guys know I'm not the biggest Deadpool fan, but I enjoyed the first movie. So I figured I'd watch the second one so I can have a real opinion on it. Uh, overall, I think the second one was better than the first. Uh, the only things that I had an issue with were uh, the the team that he put together. So I feel like, okay, I guess this is really early on, so I guess I should warn you guys, uh, there's going to be spoilers. So if you haven't seen Deadpool 2 yet, um, just turn this off uh, or hit pause and go watch Deadpool 2 and then come back to the podcast so uh, you won't get things spoiled for you. But my um, biggest gripe was, um, so I've always told everybody, the only time that I've ever actually liked Deadpool was in Rick Remeter's uncanny x-force so when the trailer came out for this movie and it showed that he was putting together his own x-force team i was like okay cool this is like something i can get behind i love x-force uh ryan reynolds is passionate about uh deadpool as a character and like the story behind him so i feel like he's gonna do it right but when you watch the movie he puts together the his x-force team but they all die like super fast like they don't even make it into uh any action they literally jump out of plane and they all die in their own horrific way which okay like i get it oh it's deadpool it's supposed to be like comedic so it was funny that they he got all these badass people and then they just died 
But in my opinion, I'm like, no, that was like, that was just a waste. Like, why did they introduce all these characters just to kill them off like right away? And whatever, like at the end of the movie is when I feel like you get to see the actual X-Force team that they could be using because the people that actually are there are legit and they survived. So I, I just like was not okay with that joke, I guess. Because when I hear X-Force, I'm like, okay, like, let's get this badass team going. Like, it's going to be super sick. We got to see all this, like, character development. New characters in the universe means more movies, which will lead to even more characters. It's just, like, a snowball effect. But it just didn't really go anywhere because everybody died, like, super fast. So that was, like, one thing I I had an issue with. But um, my favorite thing about the movie was Domino. I'm not like the biggest Domino fan, but I'm definitely reading her current book right now uh, that's being written by Gail Simone, which is actually really cool. Uh, So if you're not reading it, you should definitely go check it out. They're only on issue two at the time of this uh, podcast being recorded. So definitely go check that out. Um, So definitely a fan of Domino. And I think she did a really good job in the film. She actually had a lot of screen time, which I was surprised about. And another thing I was surprised about was um, Negasonic. Like, she was so popular after the first one. I thought she'd have a more prominent role in the second film. But, dude, they, they barely showed her. She, I think, I think she only, like, fought, like, one time. And that was against uh, Juggernaut. She pushed him into the pool. And I was like, man, that's kind of weak. Like, she was super popular. And I just felt that was, like, just another character that they just kind of um just wasted because she's got no screen time so i'm hoping in the third film if there's going to be a third film uh that we see more negasonic uh i was happy about colossus i feel like he got uh an appropriate amount of screen time for his character and the the cameos in the movie were pretty cool My, my favorite cameo was actually probably when um Deadpool uh, is actually in the um, X-Men mansion uh, after he blows himself up and he's like yelling at Colossus. He's just like, oh, like he was just like basically complaining uh, to Colossus, like, why couldn't they get like a bigger name X-Men to come out into the film? And then as he's complaining, um, it cuts to this room and it has all the main X-Men from days of future past in there. And then beast just kind of creeps over and closes the door before Deadpool notices that they're all standing right there. Uh, it was so great. That was like, honestly, probably my favorite thing about that movie because we got to see, um, Quicksilver and he was like, honestly, probably one of the coolest things about, um, days of future past, uh, not days of future past, um, uh, apocalypse. Wow. I can't even remember. There's so many, but, it was it was pretty cool and then also the post credit scene where you get to see deadpool correct the timeline uh with uh the scene from uh wolverine origins which is pretty cool but i think it would have been cooler if they actually um got hugh jackman to show up and do like a actual cameo because that would have been badass but i know he he was done after logan so that's kind of a bummer i definitely think uh, hugh jackman is the perfect wolverine and i definitely do miss him but other than that uh the the plot of the movie was okay i think cable was um cool like it was super hyped up uh, after deadpool 1 uh when everybody was like oh my god who's gonna play cable blah 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 and i think they did like a they did it like a decent job with that character 
Um, it was kind of cool. They actually mentioned his daughter, Hope, who I think is actually uh, a really interesting um, X-Men. So maybe in the future we'll get to see her in the films, depending on where things go from here. But overall, I would watch it. Actually, I did watch it again. I actually watched it. So I watched it Thursday night with uh, Felix, Garrett, and Big Al. And then Friday night, I watched it with Nate and Cecilia, which was cool because obviously um, I was interested and wanted to watch it again so I could pick up on things that I didn't from the first time. And I picked up little things here and there, just like little uh, nods to certain writers or jokes about other artists. So, uh, and the second time I um, enjoyed it just as much. So I would definitely recommend it to anybody who's interested um, at all. Or if you watched the first one and you enjoyed it slightly, like you'd love the second one because it's better than the first one. But there were some like reoccurring themes from the first one in the second one. Uh, which felt like super familiar, but still overall, uh, I know I keep saying overall for some weird reason, uh, I'd watch it again. You guys should definitely go check it out. And like my biggest question about, uh, Deadpool is if this whole Disney purchasing 20th century Fox goes through, uh, like, like where does that leave Deadpool? Because obviously like, I think they've already said that they wouldn't like leave Deadpool alone, um, which would be cool. I would, I wouldn't mind that at all, but also like, I would love to see him interact with all the other superheroes, but it just sucks because he's, he's just too much for the MCU. Cause he's not family friendly. He's definitely like over the top, nothing like any of the other superheroes. So I don't know if Disney would want to let him enter their realm with all the crazy jokes and all the violence and the blood. Um, so that, that's where I'm just like super curious about um, what they're going to do with him if that deal goes through. Uh, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see uh, for that. But uh, today I actually went to a comic book convention, which was nice. Uh, the last couple ones that I went to, I felt like I just went as like a civilian, didn't really participate in anything. So uh, this time I actually went out and brought like books to sign. I went and met one of my favorite artists. Uh, his name is Jason Aaron, who is actually a really nice guy. Uh, I don't know why I was like nervous talking to him because he was like, hey, like, how's it going? And I'm just like, you know, we're just chatting it up. And then I had to tell him like, yo, like before before you wrote Thor, like I wasn't a fan of the character at all. Like you're the reason why I'm interested in this character. Uh, the reason why I buy Thor books is because of you. And he was definitely like very like appreciative of that. And he was stoked that I was reading all his other stuff. Um, Star Wars, which was awesome. Uh, his Doctor Strange run was amazing. If you haven't had a chance to read that, I, I highly recommend that. And then he's currently writing the current Avengers, which is cool. So you should definitely, um, if, if you're not reading anything by Jason Aaron, go look at his uh, catalog, pick anything up. Southern Bastards, that's cool too. Um, even back his amazing X-Men run. Just super, uh, super talented writer. And it was just so strange because uh, the con that we went to wasn't like a major con. Um, if I were to honestly like, 
uh, assess the con to me it felt like a mid-tier con because it, it was like um kind of packed but not like not like wonder con packed but it was definitely more packed than some of the smaller cons that i've been to so it was like super interesting to see him there uh, because like I, they had so many like artists and writers but they just had this one like top tier guy just kind of like sprinkled in there so um i was like super pumped to go out there and meet him and i was very pleased with his attitude the way he treated felix just as such a great guy and i'm definitely looking forward to meeting him again in the future also while we we're at the con uh shout outs to enrique and comic hero U. It was the first time Enrique uh, was a vendor at a comic convention. Because I know um, when I worked at Comic Hero U back in the day, I know that this is something he aspired to do. So it was actually cool to see him doing it. Um, and he also had Billy and Eric with him, which those guys are super solid. Um, Eric's always been nice. And I'll never forget him hooking me up with uh, Sex Criminals 1 and 2 uh for free i don't even think he charged me i think i was willing to pay over cover for him but he just had stacks and stacks of um issues one and two cover a and he was just more than willing to um give them to me so i'll always be grateful for that and then billy always a nice guy uh i see him at every convention um so it was nice seeing him and then also uh felix after Felix got his um, book signed by Jason Aaron, he also wanted to go meet uh, Danny Mickey um, and have him sign his uh, Batman 24, which was cool. So like we went over there and he had like a, a pretty decent line and it was actually really cute. Um, Danny Mickey's daughter was at his table and she had her little art book and she was selling like, like these little um, postcards of her own art and I was like, oh, I was like, that's awesome. She's uh, here. She gets to like get the con experience and she's definitely starting young as an artist and just like gaining experience. So I was like flipping through her book and it was a lot of uh, My Little Pony. But then I got towards the back and then she had uh, some of the girls from the DC universe. She had uh, Catwoman, Wonder Woman and Batgirl. So I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I'm definitely going to support her because she's the future. You know, um, uh, she's starting young and she's definitely already more talented than I was at her age. And just I'm sure if she has guidance from her dad, who's an amazing artist. Um, she's going to be something cool in the future. So I figured I'm going to support her because one, I love Batgirl and two, uh, I love supporting people that are out there hustling, trying to just do their art, their craft or just whatever. Um, so I, uh, was flipping through the book, got to the Batgirl. I'm like, yo, how much is this? And, um, not gonna lie i thought it was gonna be like uh ten dollars or just something like that but she looked up at me and she was surprised that i was like you know actually gonna buy something from her book so she was like oh it's 50 cents and i was like oh i was like all right i was like i think i can swing that so i like reached in my backpack and i just gave her a dollar and she was super stoked on it um like honestly it seemed like she couldn't believe that she actually sold like a piece of her art but it was just cool because um i definitely want to support um, all the artists and everybody that I can and especially um, the young ones because they're the future same thing in hardcore that's why um, uh, we're gonna switch gears here a little bit but that's why like I love doing 
these interviews of bands that I love, um, new bands coming up or bands already established because I appreciate the hard work that, uh, work. That's my weird, uh, Asian accent coming out. Um, the hard work that they put in because, um, they're, um, what's keeping the scene alive. And if I can do my part by help spreading their name, uh, getting them to more people, uh, I'm more than happy to do it because I love hardcore. I love everybody, um, out there working hard and trying to keep the scene alive, doing their part, bringing in new people. Um, so yeah, butter art, doing interviews, uh, I, and obviously like I, I, I try. Okay. So I, I know I, I've just like majority of my interviews are all hardcore bands and trust me, I try to branch out. I did the movements interview last year, shout outs to Pat. Um, and I, I tried to reach out to some of the, uh, Disney famous people, but, uh, right now I just don't feel like I have a big enough, um, platform yet to get those um people's attention because like they go to my website they see that it's disney themed but then it's filled with uh you know interviews from like random like hardcore bands that they've never heard of because they're not a part of the culture uh so they just don't want to give me any time which bums me out because I'm just into everything, uh, not really into everything. I'm trying to figure out how to say this. I'm, I'm just super into uh, things that I like, which just happen to be Disneyland, all things Disney, hardcore music, comic books. And um, necessarily, they all don't mix uh, well together in perfect harmony. But I know there's people out there just like me who love going to Dis- Disneyland, who love uh, hardcore music who loves reading comic books because um, when I put these interviews, this podcast, uh, my random blog posts, like the analytics are there. Like it's not 100% accurate, um, but based off the numbers that I see, there's um, an audience out there. You you guys keep coming back for the content, and that's what keeps me going. So uh, so so don't think that these interviews that I'm doing are strictly for hardcore bands. Um, These interviews are for you guys. And this is just um, me helping to spread uh, the knowledge and information and promote these bands, these artists, just um, whoever. So uh, I'm gonna try to expand um, because I don't wanna be put in a box. Uh, Somebody uh, said that I'm the, the Adam 22 of hardcore which uh, is kind of strange because Adam 22 um, was involved in hardcore. He has an incendiary interview uh, on the No Jumper podcast. He has a vlog when he went to the Hatebreed 20-year uh, tour. So uh, as flattering as that comparison was, I appreciate it, but um, I just don't want to be uh, boxed in like that. I just want to be jmrk.com. Uh, and that's it. Just come here. Um, and I just expect, uh, to see things that I love and want to share with you. So no stereotypes or maybe there are, I don't even know. I'm just going on some insane rant right now, uh, going all the way back to the con. Um, Dan Mickey's uh, daughter sold me a cool Batgirl art piece, um, which I was more than happy to support. So shout outs to her. Um, don't give up on your art. You'll be famous one day and then, um, I'll be able to 
tell everybody this cool story or they can just come back and listen to episode 15 of the jamie rk podcast and they can be like oh my god jamie was there ontario comic-con revolution he bought art from danny mickey's daughter before it was cool and i honestly don't like to brag but the things that i touch uh as i sniffle because i got i have a sore throat the things that i touch always seem to catch on straight fire i'm not gonna uh, talk about uh the things that have happened after uh, i've done these interviews but just know that it's all been positive and that's what i'm all about positivity i want to see these artists grow uh, to their full potential because i know it's hard out there uh, with all the haters you gotta just get through the hate and just do your thing and just just stay strong because trust me i deal with it all the time that's why going back to i keep my circle small um outside of felix and garrett and johnny um i just don't like to be around too many people and um, and it definitely sucks because I know there's a lot of good people out there that I'm shutting out and I, I don't do it um, because of ill will. I just do it because um, I'm so busy and I want to give everybody my time. If I could hang out with all my friends, all my Instagram followers, all the people I see on Twitter, like I would love that, but I just don't have time. So don't think that just because I, uh, stick to a small circle that I'm not uh, down to rock with you because I am, I just don't have time and I would love to make time. Hopefully uh, at some point we can make time to, to link up uh, link and build like Felix likes to say um, I'm down, but it just has to make sense uh, because going back to earlier in the podcast, I cherish my time and I don't want to waste it because I've wasted so much time already. And I would just always want to reiterate this, like value your time, don't waste it and just put it to good use because, um, right now, uh, time is, uh, running out always. There's not enough time in the day. The weekend's almost over and I'm already panicking because this podcast is out, but I got all these other things that I have to do. Well, technically it's not out because I'm recording it right now. We're in the studio, but by the time you get to this part of the podcast, it'll obviously be out because you're listening to it, whatever weird paradox. But, um, I got two interviews lined up. Uh, the dividing line interview came out. That was a hit. Uh, so shout outs to Casey, um, from the dividing line, Philadelphia straight edge, all about it. Um, go check it out. And this week, uh, if things go according to plan, we're going to come out with two interviews, uh, which, um, I don't think I've ever done. I don't think I've ever put out two interviews in one week. So that's kind of a big deal for me. So uh, I got two big ones, like one that I've been chasing for a long time and I finally got it. So I'm pretty stoked to do this one. And then another one for a, a more current band that's actually on tour right now that's hyped up and they deserve all the hype. And this interview just kind of got thrown in my lap. It was something that I was looking forward to in the future, but the fact that I, have it now i'm trying to get it out to you guys so i'm super stoked about that so it's a busy week the weekend's almost over and i still have these two interviews to do i have to put up this podcast um which which will go up uh and then it'll be in your guys's inbox and um another thing i've been trying to do which i've been putting off is um 
obviously you guys are subscribed to the podcast if you go and look um on my end uh, my podcast picture is just me standing in a warehouse or for some of you it's um my disney hat that i put out so i'm definitely trying to get that fixed i'm trying to link up with my homie john uh john the condolence co he does all my artwork i'm trying to link up with him uh and have him design me something cool for the podcast so we can have it be um the same artwork for everybody and not just some weird picture of me in a warehouse or of my piece of merch so we're trying to get that done so i have like this endless list of um, important business things that I have to do. Um, I wish I could show you guys the new shirt design that I have. Like I just got in last week. Um, I think it's going to be pretty controversial, but definitely a hit. You guys are going to laugh and love it at the same time. And I literally can't wait to show you guys. But on top of that, it's like, I'm going to get these shirts printed. Then I have to go look for a model because, uh, my last model things didn't go so well. And then I try to hire, another model for my swamp thing shirts um and i got flaked on so i just need to uh, link up with the right people who are going to take um us serious because we're trying to be as serious as we can be we're trying to blow up we're trying to get rich um not little tay rich because she's not rich at all she got exposed shout out to snoop dog but we're actually trying to get real rich like racks on racks like we're trying to get um crazy little pump rich We'll figure it out. Um, we're on our way though. I uh, just gotta stay hustling. Episode fifteen. Uh, nobody thought we'd get this far. People talk about how like, oh, your podcast won't be relevant until you hit episode one hundred. Blah blah blah. But I'm like, yo, chill, fam. Like, it's a process. I can't just hit episode one hundred in a day. Like, I want to put out what I think is quality content because I I could spit out, you know, ten. 20 30 minute podcast every week and just give you half of an opinion but i don't want to do that i just want to put out things that i feel uh express myself with uh, a decent amount of time uh if you've noticed i'm on this trend of going at least an hour for every episode um yeah the first couple were 20 30 minutes but that's because i was just trying to get my feet off the ground i didn't know what I was doing or how to do this. I just kind of figured one day like, Oh, I, I have streaming equipment. Like let's try a podcast since I listen to millions of podcasts every week. Um, but I feel like the past, like 14 episodes, not 14. Well, where's my math going? Uh, like the last like 12 episodes, uh, we've been doing like a solid hour every week and, um, it's fun. Like before I used to freak out because I'd be like, Oh my God, I'm talking too fast. Like I need to slow it down. I need to just throw in extra words in there so we can stretch to an hour. But look at the podcast uh, right now. We talked about Deadpool and Steve being in town and we're already at an hour. And there's still like four other things that I could talk about um, and go on for four hours. But for now, um, until the demand gets there, we'll just keep the episodes um, around this length for now because um, I feel like it, it's just, uh, for my platform right now, it's, uh, the perfect amount of time. Cause I don't want to keep you guys too long and then I don't want it to be too short. Cause I don't want to waste your guys' time. So for now we'll just keep it to around an hour. It doesn't have to be in an, exactly an hour. I'm not going to freak out if it's not. And once again, I don't even know how we ended up here. Uh, talking about the length of our podcast, but other than that, we can just, uh, dabble into, some cool things uh, coming out this week. 
the Han Solo movie, which from what I've been reading has got like okay reviews, nothing stellar, um, which was like whatever. Uh, I figured at some point there was going to be a Star Wars movie that didn't do spectacular because these things are getting churned out once a year. So I don't think they could all be bangers. Um, but still, I'm going to go watch it because I'm going to support Star Wars, uh, which is in the Disney family, Disney fam for life, Disney forever. Um, what else is going on this week? I don't know what's going on this week. Other than that, um, come find me at Disneyland. You know what? 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 I want to see you guys at Disneyland. Buy a day ticket. Get an annual pass. Come find me because... Um, Felix gives me crap because I don't want to hang out with tons of people at Disneyland. Uh, but let's change that. Come find me. I, I post all the time on Disneyland. Let's ride something. Come over. And I know a lot of you hit me up and I just uh, turn the other cheek and just blow you guys off. But I apologize and don't want to do that anymore. So this week, come find me at Disneyland. Disney's California Adventure. Let's ride something. Garden to the Galaxy. Um, if you suck at Astro Blasters, come ride with me. I will tell you my exact strategy, and you could be hitting over a million every time. Um, not guaranteed. It honestly depends on your gun um, and who you're riding with and who's in front of you. But come ride with me. Teach you the secret strategies. Score over a million. Impress all your friends. It'll be cool. Um, let's go eat some Pixar Fest food together. Let's go find Johnny and bug him because uh he's great and he's there all the time and yeah come find me uh let's watch frozen this whole week i've been like super obsessed with frozen i watched the show with garrett at the hyperion theater and like when i'm driving all i want to listen to is the soundtrack and it's just like uh this is a weird thing with me this week i'm like obsessed with it all over again um i miss aladdin but frozen's awesome and amazing and if you don't understand why, or if you haven't seen it yet, I know people to this day who have not seen Frozen, and I think they're just afraid to experience how amazing it is. Shoutouts to Elsa, Anna, Olaf. Olaf definitely steals the show. Low key, I love that little snowman. I want him to be the happiest snowman ever. Um, and shoutouts to Sven. And why am I drawing a blank on the guy who's with Sven? somebody google that because it's definitely killing me right now and i can't remember but anyways um that's my little rant on frozen frozen forever uh this has been another great episode of the jmrk podcast thank you again for stopping by um i i never plug this um in the podcast always in the show notes but uh jmrk.com slash shop go pick up the vegan tea which was a hit today at the um convention um the dudes um on the creative team from uh, of god's country um were super stoked about it jason aaron commented on how sick that art was people were questioning me they're like oh who's the artist and i'm like oh yo that's my buddy john he's he's killing it like he's the man um so shout outs to that so go pick up the vegan tea go pick up the let's ride something hat the death to tourists um limited to 55 t-shirts uh stock is pretty low on those um so yeah so jmrk.com slash shop for the hardest <laughs> i'm talking too fast i'm getting ahead of myself jmrk.com slash shop for the hottest merch in the game go do yourself a favor pick it up uh yeah we'll see you next week the jmrk podcast always on top
Peace.